Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Today we are talking about the full moon in Virgo and the theme is about perfectionism. But first, in the spirit of reconciliation, the Moon in You acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people today. When things don't go your way, do you get frustrated and angry and try to smash through the obstacles? Do you push on until something or someone breaks? Or do you simply move on and allow the universe to present another way? I love this quote by Jill Winterstein. When we try to control the outcome of every situation life presents, we undoubtedly fall and fail at times. Because life isn't meant to be controlled. It's meant to be lived. I confess, I've had my dark moments of control and frustration. I've had to strive for many years in business to gain clients, employ staff, and to show up to business networking events to effectively keep the gravy train flowing. I became fearful when clients left me, and if the phone didn't ring or even if staff took holidays, I wasn't living. I was in a constant state of fear and control. Over the years, I fell into bad habits, and it's only now that I'm able to unravel myself, forgive my hardness, and simply be. If you too feel the need to control everything in your life, why not rest a while during this full moon in Virgo? Give away negative perfectionism, which is unremitting and compulsive behavior in the process of striving to meet your goals. Embrace a softer version of perfectionism. Do the best you can. Pivot when required and let go of any actions that create anger and frustration within. I'm so excited to have with me today my beautiful friend Kerry Hurricane, who has been by my side for how many years now? Four years? Oh, 120. Oh, yes. <laughs> Physically, yes. But for yeah. the In the Moon and You, like yeah. we've been doing this. Um, I think that we just love doing it. I think I it's just one of our too. secret loves. Yes, mm. it is. So today we're talking, Kerry, as I mentioned at the beginning, the full moon in Virgo. And I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so the first question mm-hmm. is, how does the full moon amplify the Virgo energy? Okay, great question. Thank you. Because it's impossible to isolate one thing in these events and it's good that we're going to look at this in a little bit more depth within your question. So the full moon in Virgo is completely illuminated by the sun's light and energy as they are completely opposite together. They're 180 degrees apart and this will animate that area of your life that this event is transiting in your astrological wheel. So Virgo, Virgo's energy, it it relates to things like improving, adjusting, refining, 
practicality, your health, your job, which is one way that we even serve society, which is also part of, of the Virgo archetype. And this, the full moon is actually the climax of the sun-moon cycle. Therefore, it brings things to a, a critical point, a crunch, a crisis, a culmination. We reach a crossroad or a turning point. So this is why the full moon relates to completions and closures. It's releasing and letting go as the energy starts to begin its waning phase till the sun and the moon are together again in the new phase for a new cycle to begin. So we are, we are always experiencing you know, endings and beginnings, developing, growing and evolving to higher levels in an ascension process and that's part of the astrology that that I look at. So it's actually uh, an ideal time to work through any blocked energy that is difficult to shift or that prevents you from moving forward and this brings attention to that letting go of bad or destructive behavioural patterns that no longer serve you. And this can even include a separation or a distancing from certain people. Family members are a little bit more difficult, but we can find our way if that's what needs to be done. And full moons illuminate dark places and it sheds light on what is hidden, things like secrets, lies, etc. And we can work through this energy to bring closure and let go what keeps us stuck emotionally so we can keep moving forward. And I guess in just... To end um, just this, so the idea of astrology is to look for the highest expression of these energies and that can mean we experience challenges and difficulty in our life. But these things are always, um, they're, they're necessary for our development and evolution and there's this energy that is always supporting us. The next question is, how can we align ourselves with the high vibrational energies of Virgo and what would you consider Virgo's high vibrational qualities to be? Okay, great question again. So Virgo in itself gives great support, but we first need to know what the energies of Virgo are. And generally, we need to look at the healthy and the shadow side of Virgo to be more aware of them. So I'll be I'll be very general. So these are only general inter uh, well general descriptions, but they'll give a lot of information. So on the healthy side, Virgo relates to fine tuning, adjusting to continually improve. It's about health and healing, analyzing, uh, practical skills, daily routines, work processes and discernment in other words knowing what to keep that is useful and beneficial to us and what to discard that is useless and detrimental to us and it also includes service to others so on the shadow side Virgo relates to criticism it's the perfectionist pessimism guilt big with Virgo doubt inferiority unworthiness uh, we can feel persecuted and even self-sacrifice masochism in the extreme and sadomasochism as well so in the most distorted and and extreme concepts we can have things like i must suffer i must be punished i deserve pain and i don't know why and i must somehow be hurt before my needs are met and this is in the extreme distortions now to align with higher vibrations it's 
First, firstly, it's to be aware and conscious of the shadow and examine and do some analysing on what thoughts and emotions you are experiencing that are either beneficial or detrimental to you. So if detrimental, your ego is involved and you'll be resisting something, uh, therefore you are being called to investigate with self-examination to shift that blockage, free your energy and be at peace with yourself again. Uh, Virgo is a, um, a mutable earth sign, meaning you have to be involved uh, to engage your intellect and emotions, or your mind in other words. Once you feel that emotional blockage leave you, it is easier to engage with higher emotions of things like relief, hope, appreciation, and even joy, because you've been... It's, it's left you, this burden has, has left you, and gratitude. Very hard to be in gratitude when you're suffering. So, um, And the internal critic that we all have will be hard to hear, and if you hear it at all, and so you have to continually release and let it go. This is um, healing through your wounds and the inner child, and the inner child is often... A, often related to this I tried to come up with another there, there isn't any I can't don't know what other words uh, little Sue little Kerry you know uh, <laughs> that's the only other words I can I can have but you'll become more uh you'll be closer to your truer nature and and that is a kind loving and a magnificent human being you know we don't spend enough time with our inner child and there are wounds that are very deep from our childhood and young life that have never been addressed to heal. So they keep trying to get our attention and we dis dismiss him or her, we berate, criticise and inflict incredible violence and brutality on ourselves and we express these wounds in our adult life. And because of this we are confused and in times of emotional upheaval we are irrational, unrealistic and even self-absorbed. So... Um, Chiron is also associated with Virgo and Chiron is known as the wounded healer and we heal ourselves through our wounds and how we actually can heal and we it becomes obvious to us these wounds that we have are through our karmic mates so anybody you have an issue with and um uh, you know, and, and other people who trigger these issues, bringing them to the surface for us to face and deal with for our evolutionary purpose. When you spoke about how one of the attributes of Virgo is that it seeks to serve, mm. why is that? What a profound question. <laughs> I suppose the best way I can answer that is that it is our true nature to want to help, to give to serve. In astrology, Virgo rules the sixth house of employment. And this is where we serve the community through our job or through our work. Virgo is also known as the healer of the zodiac and healing our own wounds, our own, you know, dark side or shadow side, we can help others heal theirs because we've had that experience. We can understand the pain and suffering that goes with that. And it's natural for us to do this. I mean, you you see it. If somebody is upset or somebody needs help, the 
somebody will come to them and and you know we go to those people to help comfort them so we see the most just in, the, the violence the cruelty and injustice on others the animals and our planet and this invokes feelings of compassion and love that connects us to all these living things and this is our true nature now i could tell you a little story here would you like me to tell you Okay, this is, um, I think if, if whoever's listening, if we can hopefully give them the experience of feeling this, um, that will really explain it. So Greg Braden, he tells the story of, of this school and their school has, it's a school for Down syndrome kids. Anyway, they have a, an athletic carnival and they have to just race to the end of the line. Anyway, the gun goes off. They start their race and one little boy falls over. Anyway, one of them looks back and he sees this little boy and he goes back to help him and he helps him up. He's got blood on his knee, he's wiping his knee. Anyway, as they're running, the kids, another one sees them and then another one and, an, and, an, and they're all back there. None of them are finishing this race. And they all put their arms around each other and all proceed to the finish line. So, you know, when I first heard this, it just welled. Mm. I mean, you feel that that a feeling can really well up in Mm. you from your heart. And that's what connects us all. Mm. And um, uh, that, I suppose, is the best way to to explain it. Yeah, I love that. Mm. Wonderful. Thank you. Over the years, you've often talked about a star sign and then you would say, oh, but the counterbalance of that star sign is another star sign. And it was made clear to me when we did our podcast for the financial literacy classes that we do, how important it is to have that balancing sign. So what's the relationship between Virgo, which is the Virgo full moon, and, wait for it, the Pisces sun? (laughs) I know. I've got it. <clears throat> okay, so the all the planets signs they're all related to each other. Okay. Mm. So, but in the a full phase and we can have a full phase between two planets or a planet and a point. And I won't go into that because we don't have uh, enough time. But uh, the relationship in the full phase is the opposition. And you have Um, the relationship is that the sun is completely illuminating the moon and the energy of the sun expresses outwardly. Pisces energy goes inward. Virgo energy goes inward. The moon's energy goes inward. And what the... um, how these two signs work together, these, these pair, is that they help us find that counterbalance point they keep us on an even keel so Pisces provides many things to Virgo and vice versa so Pisces uh, counterbalances Virgo from uh, let's say on the shadow side from mental torment of overanalyzing tearing tearing yourself to shreds in a perception of lack in some way so Pisces is unconditional love and helps unravel this toxicity of self-criticism to absolute self-acceptance. And this is a thing that we have to keep on going. And, you know, 
Byron Katie is a way of doing it. Buddhism is another way of doing it. I call Virgo her mm. because she is the feminine principle. Has nothing to do with gender. The feminine principle is uh, a nurturing, um, including, sharing, cooperating energy. The male principle is the excluding, dominating, in its distortion that is, um, uh, excluding principle. Again, and men have just as much feminine principle as women have male principle. So we learn to love ourselves unconditionally through acceptance. And that's the first thing you have to do. You have to accept yourself as you are. You have to. You know, you can fight it if you want to, but Mm. again, you're going to go into suffering. It inspires us to connect with something higher. The spiritual, the higher, the spiritual, the greater forces that are behind life. So Pisces being the last sign of the zodiac, it's about completions and endings. And it helps us to unravel, to release, to let go, to dissolve away what burdens us to be free, to commence a new cycle of growth, development and evolution. We cannot move forward while we, while we carry these burdens. Yes, I love it. Does that help you understand? Everything that you say helps me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I just yeah. want to talk a bit more about the moon then, how the full moon is fully illuminated. Women are naturally drawn to the science and folklore surrounding the reflective rock we call the moon. Maybe it's because women share the same cycle days as the moon or perhaps it's the sixth sense of knowing our ancient past and how much we as humans relied on her light during the dark hours of the night. Maybe that's why women have a special affinity with the moon. So what's your beliefs around the full moon and the power to illuminate the star signs' energies, all star signs' energies? What what do you believe around that? Are you a scientist or are you a folklorist? Well, a bit of both, actually. Mm. Uh, Now that I understand more, and I'd never say I knew it all because the more I find out, the more there is to find out. It just keeps going on and on. But how I look at it now is that, that, you know, astrology is cycles. There's always a beginning and an ending and something has to end to begin. And it's always a consistent way of taking yourself on in this ascension process of evolution because that's what we're on. And what uh, it means to me is that I... I don't actually even have to look outside of a night time because I'll, some, as everybody does, sometimes when we have these full moons, I'll feel it more than others. And as you do, as we all do, and it depends what's being triggered in your chart. But essentially, the full moon to me is a reminder to, okay, whatever it is, time to let it go. And I've had some speaking personally, and I'm sorry to talk about myself, but that's a lie. I'm not sorry at all. (laughs) 
No, but just to say is that uh, some things I've wanted to hang on to, Mm. but I've had to let them go because I know Mm. the suffering of being attached to something and you just got to let it go. And once you let it go, it's amazing what comes in. Yes. Let's move on to the menstrual cycle. Okay. Okay. That information was amazing. Um, And before I move on, listener, if you would love to get in touch with Kerry, she offers a free service where you can get a birth chart and a little mini report around it. She comes from a company called Astrology Within You, and I'll have it tagged. So please, if you haven't already got your chart, your birth chart, go and get it from her. It's wonderful. When we talk about the menstrual cycle, I'd like to bring in aspects of what Virgo medically rules, pancreas, small intestine, digestion, anything else? Uh, That's about all, like Mm. generally speaking. Mm. Okay, so let's have a look at week one in that context. So this week during your menses, so week one is all about a woman getting her period, it's most likely you are taking it easy and not exercising there's no scientific reason why you should skip out on work workouts. I remember my mum telling me, you know, oh, you have your period, you know, just rest. <laughs> rest, take it easy. Here's a little, here's a little water bottle. It was beautiful, yeah. wonderful. But really there's science around the fact that moving the body, not aggressively, but moving it during menses is, is actually better for it. Um, so, you know, so there's no excuses, my lovelies, you know. <laughs> To continue with exercise. So perhaps back off on the intensity, um, especially if you're feeling fatigue. And because Virgo rules the digestion system, perhaps incorporate a few yoga poses in your workout. Now, if you're not a yogi and you've never done any yoga before, I would suggest you um, perhaps go on you know, the YouTube and, and Google some of these, these poses. Incorporate them during this week. Seated side bend, a seated twist, a supine spinal twist, knees to the chest, cat-cow, which I just love, cobra pose, bow pose, and a belly twist. In the blog, I'll have the Indian name for it as well. Mm. Unfortunately, I will butcher the names of the Indian names, so I'm not even going to attempt them. (laughs) But I've done all of these wonderful poses well, I haven't had a period for like nearly 10 years. I won't be doing it through that. But if I have some digestive issues, mm. these poses will really support you if you have some digestive issues. So if you're in menopause and you don't have your period anymore, then yes, these are fantastic. Because we sit for so long. We sit at the our yeah. job. A lot of us, we mm. don't stretch out our bodies. Mm. So if you're feeling during this full moon in Virgo that your digestive system is a little bit sluggish, then try this. So week two, so considering Virgo medically rules the pancreas, let's explore this further. The pancreas is part of the digestive system. It secretes pancreatic juice. I mean, I know that sounds a little bit, it's basically (laughs) enzymes, okay, which directly assist with digestion by absorbing nutrients in the small intestine. This organ is located behind the stomach and produces hormones that circulate throughout the blood. The health of this organ is very important because pancreat pancre I can never say this word. Pancreatitis. Okay. Pancreatitis. Pancreatitis. Do you ever do that when you're 
you're starting mm. to go into a podcast and you actually have to rehearse for a word. Mm. Well, mm. I've just rehearsed Definitely. it. Pancreatitis. <laughs> it can be fatal if not treated quickly. It is a serious illness that is often associated with severe abdominal pains. There's another word. (laughs) There's a link to an article, a science article, which I've linked in the blog for you. Listener, if you would like to take that further. During your second week, the hormone estrogen is dominant, and this is the time where your body feels wonderful. Although personal circumstances will dictate your emotional state, your body should not be adding to your woes, rather it should be supporting you. So if your body is not feeling optimal and symptoms arise that resemble more like a period during this week, you might like to examine your pancreas health. Hereditary substance abuse include alcohol and caffeine, all are contributors. So serve your body this week by observing and acting. So observation, now this is what we've been talking about previously in our podcast about how we suffer when we enter into the thought process Mm. of when we're feeling something in our body. So I'm not talking about suffering through illness. You need to observe your body and going, you know what, this week I should be full of joy and happiness because the hormone estrogen is high Mm. leading up to day 14, which is ovulation. And if you're not, then... Perhaps you might have a life situation which is causing you sadness. Fair enough. But if you've got some physical ailments, absolutely get out there and check it out and go to the doctors and, and see what's happening. What do you reckon, Kes? I reckon that sounds pretty good. And it's interesting that Virgo too, it keeps what's useful and discards what's of mm. no use to it or not beneficial to it. And the mind, we, we also have to digest our emotions as well. Mm. So, oh, I love that. Yes. And that's not something we do instantaneously. That mm. takes time and it gives us that, that space to go into that analysing what Virgo does. Yes. And it says, well, you know, at some point you do realise that uh, you know, you think, well, I'm not doing that anymore. I can't do that anymore. I cannot do that anymore. Yeah. It's detrimental. I'm selling my soul or I'm prostituting myself or what is it? And it's detrimental to you. I've got a quote which I'd like to share with you, and I'd love your opinion. It's from Anne Lamott. I think she's an artist. Anyway, this is what she says. Because the theme of my blog is perfectionism. Right. Through the full moon in Virgo. Okay. But this quote from Anne Lamott (laughs) is really interesting. Perfectionism is the voice of the oppressor, the enemy of the people. It will keep you cramped and insane your whole life, and it is the main obstacle between you and a shitty first draft. (laughs) I think perfectionism is based on the obsessive belief that if you run carefully enough, Hitting each stepping stone just right, you won't have to die. The truth is, isn't it great? The truth is that you will die anyway, and that a lot of people who aren't even looking at their feet are going to do a whole lot better than you (laughs) and have a lot more fun while doing it. That's so true. Isn't that perfect for this time? How wonderful. How what a great way to put it. Yeah. So perfectionism 
is not good. No, no, because it's unattainable. Unattainable. You cannot mm. be compared to anybody. Mm. And that's what the Virgo energy or the archetype, the pattern of Virgo is always adjusting, fine-tuning. Mm. I mean, if you're in the car and you can't get that radio station, do they still... I don't know if they have knobs anymore, but but you're you know, but you 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 you're tuning in. You're mm. tuning into that. Mm. And it it frees you up because you think I mean, I've told that story before, you know, in our when we were in our twenties, you yes. know. Yeah. Um, Elle McPherson was a big deal. And mm. she would come out of the surf and she'd just oh, shake yes. her head and a long hair. Well, not me. Oh no. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't stand up because I get knocked over by a wave. Yes. My hair yeah. would go to one side, <laughs> my swimmers would fill up with sand or I'd mm. get dumped or something. So it's the illusion it's, of beauty yeah. in that in that respect. Well, yeah. that's the the spell casters of advertising to yeah you. yeah i'm okay, moving on to week three so the modality of virgo is adaptability with the ability to adjust to change absolutely you know, i just you're said. wonderful if oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you my ego just got a bit of a boost so if you are experiencing your week three during this full moon phase then you are in a perfect position to ride the dip of the roller coaster at the beginning of this week. Ovulation at day 14 is a transition from the hormone estrogen to progesterone. The dip I refer to is the time it takes for one hormone to leave and the other to rise. When you are expecting the dip, you're more likely to not have an emotional attachment to the feeling your body will give you give out to you. You will make the change with much more ease and grace. And just like the Virgo energy, you will be more flexible and amenable. Is that the word? <laughs> <laughs> amiable. Okay. Amiable. It's your word. That's important. <laughs> this week, you will feel like slowing down because progesterone is a sedative-like hormone and allows you to rest and allows you to take the load off. The body is building a beautiful uterine lining for any potential fertilized egg, creating a nest, if you will. Enjoy this hormone, relish in its comfort, and try to maintain optimal levels of progesterone until your period arrives, as this will stay the onset of any PMS symptoms. Kerry? Yes, Sue. Have you anything to add? Were you even listening? <laughs> I was just... I was You're looking at my chart. I was looking oh, at your I can chart. See, yes, I'm interested to hear. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's move on to week four. If you're unable to sustain optimal progesterone levels during the third phase of your cycle, which is week three, then PMS will most likely come about. Two common symptoms during this time are depression and inflammation. I'm not talking about clinical depression, whereby you've seen a doctor and have been prescribed medication for a chemical imbalance. I'm referring to the accumulative everyday depression that has swept the globe mm. during the past two years. The inflammation I'm referring to is a general discomfort when you do not move, feed or hydrate the body to its optimal levels. If we don't maintain our body and if we don't maintain our mind... Depression and inflammation can creep in. So I invite you to come and listen with me to a beautiful meditation that is on the Moon and You app. 
As you listen to the piano and the guided meditation, breathe deeply and focus on sending love and light to those areas of your body that are in pain. And the meditation is called This Moment. Mm. That's what we have. That's a good title for Virgo, I think. It is. Because it's, it's, it's very detailed. Mm. So it likes the details mm. of things. Mm. And the moment is, that's all we have. Yes. We don't even know if we're going to make it to the end of the day. Exactly. That's exactly right. We so living in the moment is something that I've been trying to do for a long time. I, because I've been in business for so long, I always have to forecast. Mm. You do. Like, how am I going to pay next week's bills? That's right. Next month's bills? You know, how am I getting my retirement? Forecasting, forecasting, <laughs> well, forecasting. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a habit. So, and it becomes a habit. Mm. And so, for me, what I'm trying to do is um, this is why I created the budget, the free financial course, the budget yes. on the new moon. Because once you've set a budget, you go, okay, you're pretty safe then because you know how much you have to get. If you have a job or a career with, with a set amount of money coming in, you can budget towards that. But if you're in business, like you and me, Carrie, yes. That sometimes can cause a lot of stress. So to all the listeners who are in business, this is for you today. We know you, we hear you, we feel you. But just for this moment, as you listen to this, the end of the podcast, just to realise that sometimes you can stop forecasting into the future and just sit and be here in the moment with Mm. us. Please take your time to listen to the meditation Ensure you have a nice seat and we will see you on the next full moon. Kerry and I will see you on the next full moon. So take care. We love you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Breathe out.
There is nothing you can do about these distracting thoughts right now. Simply observe them with detachment and allow them to move on. Tuning back into your breath, allow it to slow and deepen. Concentrating on drawing your breath deep into your belly. With that deep breath, feel the slowing of your mind, the deceleration of your thoughts, allowing you to become your breath. Breaths at your own pace. 
continue this for a few cycles. Now increase the breath to three. as you open your eyes.